Welcome back to Rainbows and High Heels. Hello, hello. I'm Michelle. And I'm Taya. And we're back here again to talk to you about the U-Haul Effect. The U-Haul Effect. Remember last time we were telling you all, you know, about the difference between confidence and thirsty and how thirsty girls, you know, kind of tend to want to move in with you right away. And I told y'all that was the U-Haul Effect. Well, this is it. This is our uh, view. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we feel about it. And yes. It's not positive, necessarily. No, no, it's not. It's um, rather unnerving. <laughs> Off-putting, if you will. It makes you want to run away and just be like, no means no. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that Kermit meme where he's under the in the bathtub, under the water, holding himself. That's kind of where we are with that. <laughs> no. Right. It's, it's, it's a little... Uh, scary. Yep. Scary. That's yes. the word you're looking for. Yep, to say the least. It's scary. The U-Haul effect um, shows up really quickly. Usually after an I love you. Super early in a relationship. Am I wrong? Am I right? No, you're right. Okay. You're right. Okay. So the U-Haul effect is when right after the I love you, somebody starts talking about moving in together. The U-Haul effect is <laughs> nigga come over for Netflix and chill and four months later, y'all moving into another apartment. <laughs> a nigga turns into a squatter, essentially. <laughs> A squatter is the word you're looking for. They never go back home. They're paying rent wherever they live, and they never leave your house. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get us wrong. You know, Please don't. We understand that there are some people out there that do like to live with their, you know, potential significant others, mm. you know, very soon. And, it, there, you know, this is a no-judgment zone. We don't judge nobody. We yeah. just... Saying how we feel, and you know, we just kind of feel like you gotta take your time to get to know somebody because if you don't know somebody and if you don't build some type of friendship foundation with somebody before you move in with them, man, y'all gonna be walking on water and that shit ain't gonna last for nothing. I feel like it, even with the not going home, because that happens a lot in the beginning. You guys get together and everything is magical rainbows and unicorns. Like, you right. just can't stand to be apart from this person. True. I miss you, babe. I love you. Oh, my God. Mm. Whole thing. Yeah, right. You're sickening mm. to other people. But there comes a point when someone's lease is up. And that's where the U-Haul comes in. <laughs> <laughs> the lease is up. They suddenly have nowhere to go. This suddenly seems like a good idea and never seemed like a good idea to me personally. But I hear that people think it's a good idea. I mean, it works for some people. I mean, I've seen it work. You know, they move in after three weeks. Everything's awesome for years. No, not you either? Mm-mm. No, oh my God. Just joking. I feel like if you move in together during the honeymoon phase, once you leave the honeymoon phase, the relationship risks breaking up because you don't have a foundation to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Once you start needing space, all these doubts show up. You're starting to think people are coming up with the ideas that you don't want to be around them. So if you don't want to be around me, then I don't need to be here. And then, you know, it turns into a fight. 
and then it turns into a lack of communication and you know you're six months into a lease with somebody you can't stand and you're talking to somebody else and that girl's trying to figure out why you moved in with her in the first place what'd you move in for i'm sleeping on the couch well what'd you move in for i don't know why i gave up my lease for her well what did you move in for and it happens to the best lot. of us it happens a lot you know and you don't notice it sometimes you get trust me there there comes a point where you see that those signs before it really happens and you ignore the shit out of it absolutely 100% <laughs> if you ignore you wake up one day and there's a whole toothbrush and and personal hygiene <laughs> bar of soap in your <laughs> belongings that do not belong to you and it's just been sitting in your in your you know in your bathroom or something and you're like oh okay well this is happening <laughs> half and, your laundry's not yours anymore right <laughs> you're folding other people's drawers and shit <laughs> like my nigga you could go home sometimes yeah but that's when that's when that warning comes in and that's when you have to go with it or back it up but you have to know when to do it and it's a really fine line. No, it ain't. <laughs> yes, no, it, is. It, it is not. That conversation because, is hard. No, that conversation is not hard. Because if you make it known in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? I, I enjoy living by myself. <laughs> True. I, you know, we can date and get to know each other and things. Like, you put that shit out there in the beginning. If you put it out there in the beginning, then you, don't, you should not have anything to worry about. Because if you've already said it, and you've already addressed it, and this nigga still turned around and tried to <laughs> move into your space. Right. And, and just forget about everything that you said to them. Just ignore the fact that you said no. You know, it's this shit's not going to happen. Then that right there is this red sign. Red flag. Right. So then they ask walking anyway. It is. That's, that's a sign that the person you're with is not listening to you. Indeed. And, and disregarding your feelings on a subject. And that's gonna become a problem in the long term mm -hmm. because somebody who would ignore the fact that you don't want to move in with them or would take advantage of the fact that you are like oh it's okay for now you know even after you said you didn't want to move in with them is definitely going to be somebody that you're going to have issues with later you just have to i guess pay attention that's what it's all about anyway when you first meet somebody i mean it's, it should always be about paying attention don't get me wrong it should always be about paying attention to that person regardless to what yeah. however you need to pay extra special attention <laughs> in the beginning because you're just getting to know that person so you need to pay attention to the things that they do and the shit that they say and how they say it you gotta pay attention to people's body language and read between the lines I'll read between the lines like a motherfucker but then again I talk in riddles a lot you know, that's one little thing about me. You just gotta make sure that you pay attention. True. I mean, All eyes open. And also, in the honeymoon phase, you are getting to know a person, but they're on their best behavior. So if you move in with someone during the honeymoon phase, you're... Nah, that's why you gotta piss them the fuck off. <laughs> no, you but gotta you gotta still got their representative. See, that, and that's why, that's the thing right there. You still have a... When you meet somebody, you're meeting their representative. Everybody know that. It's Always. Not just something that we say. Everybody knows that. When you meet somebody, you're meeting their representative. You are meeting the fucking secretary. 
the best of them. The, just the you best. are meeting the fucking secretary, okay? And you need to find out who the fuck the CEO is. So you got to push the secretary down the goddamn stairs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to piss that bitch off. I mean, true. One good time so you can meet the president of that motherfucking company. Well, and yeah. that's how <laughs> that right there is how you even know okay do I want to fuck with you or do I not want to fuck with you because if I piss you off like this I need to see how you gonna act when I piss you off right you know what I'm saying because <laughs> if you just gonna jump in my face well then maybe right. we're not gonna be a, a you know a pair <laughs> so I guess that's one of my things if I feel like a U-Haul is going off I'm starting to I'm getting ready to piss you the fuck off because <laughs> I need to see if you gonna run let me see you tuck your motherfucking tail and run so I can laugh at your ass <laughs> And call me so we can laugh. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I mean, I'm just saying. Mm. But I feel like, you know, people get caught up in the representative. The representative is amazing. The representative sends flowers. The representative, you know, always makes sure to say good morning. You know, the representative is nice when you're mean to them to a certain extent. Like, the representative is you know, an amazing person. They got a suit on, a tie. They want this job, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like they've been on unemployment for weeks mm. my nigga like they want the job so you know it's hard to see past that and some people can keep that shit up for a long time mm-hmm. a year honestly we're gonna keep it 100 with you like they can keep it up for oh, a year so and then one day the representative goes home the secretary leaves and the ceo shows up and she's usually a bitch Mm-hmm. she don't like shit bitch can't make go bankrupt <laughs> and then you find out all sorts of things like that their financial situation is not as tight as they told you that there are people that they are in contact with they didn't tell you about like just things my nigga that they have kids Ooh, bitch. and don't think that you need to know about these kids that they have my nigga, there's some motherfucking studs out here for you. You know what? No, there's some women out here for probably. you. Because regardless, femme or stud, however you want to put it, A.G., goddamn dom, it don't matter. Stem, Stem. Whatever. Aggressive femme. Aggressive femme. Lipstick, lesbian, however you want to put it. Oh, like. Butch, dyke, whatever. <laughs> however you may consider yourself. <laughs> they will be here. And if you will. have kids. You need to let somebody fucking know that shit. You just can't be out here not telling people you got kids. But that's for another day. That's you for felt that one. Woo. I felt that one in my chest, girl. Yes, you, you got to one. let people know you have kids. But again, that's for another day. Damn. We're we going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. Yeah, girl. But th- that's, that's important. And some people feel like they don't have to disclose certain things um, initially. And they will U-Haul your ass into a house or an apartment or anything with them. And then all of a sudden the shit starts hitting the fan. You okay, find out they a motherfucker will U-Haul you into a relationship. <laughs> you can be U-Hauled into a relationship. They will U-Haul your ass into a fucking relationship. Have you not even known that you're in that fucking relationship? Like, wait, when did you become my bae again? What happened? <laughs> what do you mean? I can't do like, other I don't people. understand. Why are you asking me where I was? I, what you mean? <laughs> Hold on. Because I thought I was grown. <laughs> See, because my mama name is Gwen, right? <laughs> and I don't think that's your name, honey. Listen, my but, daddy is dead, so I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> my nigga. Like, come on now. It's just, you can definitely, definitely be you hauled into a relationship. And have been. Yeah. And have been. 
<laughs> More than one time. <laughs> and we speak from personal experience. Uh, so yes, don't take we do. offense, please, because this is some of this stuff is personal. And we don't want you to, you know, feel away. We just want you to wear the shoe if it's yours and, and if it's not, just leave it. Just just leave it on the floor. You don't need to pick it up. <laughs> don't, don't, don't text message us, please. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you, it's me. <laughs> it's me. It really is me. Trust me. I know. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean... <clears throat> and on that note... Right. I mean, look. Either way, when it comes down to you hauling, goddamn, have some tact about yourself. You know, just have some mystery about you <laughs> not too much though <laughs> you know right not too much but just kind of have just something about you so you're not trying to jump all in my bed every day when you get off work you know i mean it's nice to have company but shit like sometimes i would like to be by myself i didn't intend to cook for you every night right just because i cook don't mean it's for you <laughs> i mean no, it's not bad. It's not that I don't want to cook for you, but uh, look, I also didn't want to cook for you every night. <laughs> you showing up expecting a hot plate? <laughs> I think you hauling into a relationship is worse because <laughs> you have to really pay attention to notice when it starts happening. Because you hauling into a house together, you know, sort of requires a bit of a conversation. You all right. into a relationship. You just kind of wake up one day and you're like, oh, what happened here? What's yeah. going on? Somewhere. Yeah. Bueller. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then you have a heart-to-heart talks with yourself. Do I even want to be with this person like that? And they're all in and committed. You didn't ask you. You gotta ask a girl if she wants to be with you. It's a, a courtesy. It is. It's kind of like a old school thing. It's okay to say, will you be my girlfriend? And not just go out one night and introduce her as your girlfriend. You okay. know? That's, that's tacky. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's really tacky because, I mean, the bottom line is we were all little girls at one point. You know, regardless of how you identify, we were all little girls at one point. And a good majority of us you know, thought about being asked to be somebody's girlfriend. Right. That's something that, you know, we enjoy hearing because it's things that you grew up thinking about, you know? So don't just introduce me as your girlfriend. Ask me to be your girlfriend. Don't just make me that because then that's making you a U-hauler and you're just moving in on my emotions and moving in on my life without even asking me if I'm agreeing to you doing this to me. <laughs> right. You, you got to be on the same page. Right. Like both people have to be on the same page and asking is making sure both people are on the same page. Right. And I mean, you want an anniversary, correct? Like you want you want to know that you're special to somebody. And being asked to be someone's girlfriend 
it's a special thing. It is. It is. It's real corny or whatever, but it's really special. (laughs) It is really special. We use sentimental at times. Yeah. On occasion. Every now and again, you know. Something like that. But, I mean, it's nice. It's a nice thing to do. Not like some, oh, you you my girlfriend now, I I guess, or whatever. Like, (laughs) So, you're going to be my girlfriend? (laughs) I guess. Wait, um... Because I'm not 16. <laughs> <laughs> I am not 16. And this is not how you're going to ask me. Because that's not a question. No. <laughs> Shit. My son is 15 years old. And he better not ask a girl no stupid question like that. You have respect. And if you're a dominant female, you need to understand. Go on, tell me. It is your responsive fucking ability. Yes, I said it like that. <laughs> It is yours because it just is. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it just is. Right. Don't get me wrong. There are some fans out here that like to take that high road. And <laughs> nope. nope. That's not true. No. I mean, it's not me mm-hmm. either. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's cute I mean, to some people, yeah, but just not me because I'm definitely an old schooler and I believe that chivalry is not dead. Nigga, you need to open my door. Thank Please. you. You know what I'm saying? You need to uh, make sure that you do not walk away without me. Like, <laughs> Please don't leave me standing in front right. of the club. Thanks. <laughs> you need to make sure that I'm not walking on the outside of the goddamn sidewalk <laughs> while we're walking down walk. the street. <laughs> You know, you need to understand that this is how I feel. I believe that chivalry is not dead. If you feel like you believe that me being your woman, I should make you a plate, my nigga. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you in the shower, my nigga, and I need to wash your back. Oh, can you get up and get me something to drink? If you feel like I'm your girl and I'm supposed to do these things for you because I want to, then my nigga, uh, please and thank you. This door will not open itself. (laughs) And that's just real. I mean, it is. And I completely agree. So, if you want you U-Haul, make sure you know what the fuck you you calling into. <laughs> because a motherfucker like me going to be like, hey, I'm going to stand right here at this doorway for you to open it. <laughs> it's not going to open itself, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, I'm just that spoiled. I don't consider it to be spoiled. I feel like <laughs> in certain types of relationships, especially with more dominant females, if you want to be dominant, then you have to accept that the expectation of you is to be more dominant. You can't sit here and say, I'm a stud, a dom, ag, whatever you want to call it. I want to be, you know, I want to play a more masculine role. I want to wear the boxers. I want to do this and then get funny style when I'm talking about taking out the garbage. I'm not taking this shit out. Preach. I cook this food. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why I'm taking out the garbage. I'm not taking out the garbage. I don't care. I really don't understand why I'm washing these dishes right now, but, you know, I'll, I'll swallow it if you go ahead and take that garbage out and shut up. And pay for these groceries. <laughs> Let's keep some things real. <laughs> I mean, you enjoy this hot plate, right? I feel like sometimes they'll say, I want to be dominant, but what they mean is they want to be dominant only in certain situations. And it won't. They don't want to carry it through. So when it comes time to do things that they don't like to do, such as taking out the garbage, it becomes a. But I'm a woman too. Nobody said you weren't a woman. We both women. I, I can see you. 
<laughs> Naked. Wait, but bitch, neck. you was a woman last night when you wouldn't let me, you know. I mean, so. But. I mean, <laughs> I don't understand. So, what you saying right now? I can't get my fingers wet too, my nigga. I don't, but you was a woman. Yeah, nigga, take that garbage out and shut the fuck up. You know, it's kind of all you really want to say is take the garbage out and shut up. Why are we having this conversation? Right. Literally, Let's not take that conversation. I'm not going to do it. I don't care what you say. Let's not. But I do feel like people will you haul you into a relationship and then when it comes time for the expectations of the roles people are supposed to play in the relationship suddenly get weird about it you want to renege right i'm like you can't have it both ways this ain't mcdonald's or burger king <laughs> this is not have it your way <laughs> shut up <laughs> you can't get it both ways i think that's the part that people forget you you haul somebody into relationship without making sure that you're the person or that y'all are compatible in things like everyday stuff right like how you expect that person to be in a relationship people have expectations of how they want their partner to be and not to change someone but you have to decide if this is a person that you're willing to deal with long term like, some stuff isn't cute long-term. Sorry, it's not. <laughs> but when you decide to be with somebody, you decide to take the good with the bad, you know? So I feel like that's a thing. A big thing, no less. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't you haul somebody into a relationship and then be surprised when they're exactly how they were before you got in a relationship. You can't spoil a girl right up until you haul her and then complain about her being spoiled after y'all are in a relationship. You wanted the relationship. She won't never open the door. You never let her open the door. Why should she expect to open it now? You know, and a lot of femmes need to take responsibility for their actions (laughs) and their their role that they play in it as well. Because, you know, as femmes sometimes, they think, like, you don't want to seem like too much of a burden. You don't want to seem like, oh, well, I'm a princess. Right. My door. Right. No, that's not, it's not saying that you want to be a fucking brat. It's just saying that, I mean, that that's what you like, that that's what you believe in, you know, because for me, that's what I believe in, you know, I don't believe that you should unlock the front door or, you know, my studs should unlock the front door and walk in the house and I'm walking in behind them. I believe that she should unlock the door, open the door, and step to the side and let me walk in front of her. That's how I feel. You know, I feel like that is, you know, a sign of respect for your woman, honestly. I mean, I agree with you. You know, and some people don't believe in it, but that's not making you seem like you're demanding or anything like that. It's just making it known, look. This is this is what I expect, and there's nothing wrong with your with having your expectations. And if you have somebody that's gonna, you know, be cool with those expectations, then shit, let that nigga open your door, girl. Right. <laughs> Stop complaining every time she go to open your door for you. Just shut up and get in the car, honey. I do not complain. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind having my door open for me. I can open it just as well by myself. I don't even mind opening it sometimes. I know a few people who do not like to have their door open for them. I do too. It's really strange. But like I said, I mean... <laughs> you, I mean, you yeah. know, your shivery is not yeah, that Yeah, daddy's girl and all. <laughs> it happens that way. It's like, no, I'm not opening my door. Not when you're standing here. Your hands work, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
That sounds like a brat, but shit, fuck it. Go ahead and get that. Appreciate you. Right. Love you, mean it. <laughs> you want me to hold your coffee for you? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we hold things. Don't act like that. Right. People hold them. We have our roles. We hold things like y'all big ass head when you want to <laughs> lay your head down on somebody's lap and watch TV or when you want to lay your head down in the middle of somebody's damn chest. Or or your big ass wallet, your big ass phone, your big ass phone clip. We hold all that in our pocketbooks. Why? Because you don't want to put it in your pockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wandering around with all kinds of stuff. Hold my stuff. Hold my door. <laughs> I'll hold your stuff. Like, you got my stuff in your pocketbook. Well, that's because you didn't have no pockets. You wanted me to hold it, remember? Classic. <laughs> Wandering around with people's wallets in your pocketbook. Right. Classic. Leave, nigga, leave and get all the way home. Call you like, <laughs> hey, you still got my wallet, don't you? Damn. <laughs> Every time. I knew you had that shit. I was looking everywhere for it. On the car. Thought I lost my damn wallet. I was getting ready to call the bank. Cancel my car. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Wait, can you bring it to me, please? Uh, and no. <laughs> come on. Mm-mm. I'm not bringing you this wallet. You're going to have to come get this one. Uh, you want me to come get the wallet or you want me to come get it? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Don't fall for a bitch. Make sure you take that wallet. That's what she leave. Get got up. And that's the okie doke. <laughs> that is the classic okie doke. Oh, God. <laughs> you know. It's a thing. You just have to watch out for it. You have to keep your eyes open. I feel like keeping your eyes open would take care of a lot of issues. Especially when you see a red flag. See a red flag, address it. It's a red flag. Elephant in the room. Giant elephant. Don't ignore it. Don't walk past it. You know? If you feel like you're being bamboozled into a relationship, you know, maybe you say something. <laughs> Have a conversation. <laughs> hey, what's going on? What you thinking? Where you at? What's your head doing? You know? I feel like if you can't talk to the person that you're dating, then you might have a small problem. Mm, well, communication is a big, um, big, 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 huge necessity in any relationship, in any partnership, or what, however you want to put it, situationship, whatever it is. You mm-hmm. have to communicate because no one can read your mind. And I mean, I'm sure you've all heard this before about communication, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's a huge necessity. And then on top of that, to some people, like myself, like you need to grow that friendship. You need to be able to be that person's friend, you know, before you can say that I'm your girlfriend. You know, I need you to be able to look at me from across the fucking room and know that my face is screwed up for a reason. You know, I need you to truly be able to finish my sentences because you just know me that well. You know, that makes a big difference. And if you out here you hauling, you're not gonna get that because you're not you're not putting that you're not paving the way for your foundation. You're not sitting on anything. So you can't U haul because you miss the important steps. You do. You okay. miss a lot of important steps. Like there's there's just something about that whole courting stage <laughs> that I'm so old school about. I swear it makes me think of Gone with the Wind, but you know I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the movie. But seriously, it just it makes me think of just like you know, just old time. You know, just classic. I mean, if you don't 
ever have the courting stage, then you don't ever have anything to remember when times get rough. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't ever have that foundation of, we had good times together. Right. You can't just Netflix and chill yourself into a relationship and then expect the person to stay when things get hard. You don't have anything to fall back on. Mm-mm. And especially for me, I feel like with friendships and starting with a friendship, you end up at least being able to talk some things out easier. Mm-hmm. It lets it gives you, you know, like, I don't want to hurt you. But I also know that you'll listen to me when I'm trying to talk to you. Right. To express how I feel about it. Like, it definitely does. It skips a bunch of the steps that you need. And those steps are important. They make you feel special. They let you know somebody cares about you. Cares about how you feel. Cares to be with you. Cares to take you out. Mm -hmm. Cares to spend time with you. Cares to know what you like. Nobody wants to get to a birthday and your significant other goes, Babe, what do you want? Every time you, I've been saying things every day, like just random things like this, like that. This is nice. We went to the mall. I point out 17 things. You didn't remember any of them. Why? Because it wasn't that important to you. Why? Because you, you know, we rushed into this. You didn't even get to know, like, do you, what's my middle name? Favorite flower. Do you know any of this stuff? Like you have to know that sort of stuff about a person if you intend to do things for them that make them feel special. Right. I feel like there's a level of detail you miss. Details are important to me. <laughs> Which is why I cannot you hold into a relationship because I need to know things. Lots of them. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that need to be addressed in the beginning. What do you mean? <laughs> like you got a lot of questions. Especially if it's somebody you don't know that, mm-hmm. or that you don't know at all. As opposed to someone that you kind of know. Even on kind of know, there's still a bunch of stuff you don't know. So you kind of need to get personal. You can't just be out here having sex and jumping into a relationship. But so many people do it. I mean, and again, I say this is no judgment. Absolutely not. You it know, works for some people. It does. It does. I, I don't understand how. <laughs> it has not worked you know, for I me. Guess I just need, I just need a, a strong connection. You know, um, that's, just, that's just how I am. I know I need a strong connection. And if I can't connect with you, then I can't rock with you. Because it's like, why? Why am I even doing this? We have no connection. Like, I laugh at the stupidest shit. You don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Like, I'm trying to get you to look across the room at this dumb shit going on over here. You don't even understand what my facial expression means after fucking nine months. What? Why well, <laughs> right. don't understand? This doesn't make sense. Like, I don't want to go above and beyond for you. You don't You don't know what... We're not on the same page. Right. We're not speaking the same language. You don't find my jokes funny. Listen, we got a problem. And then there's that whole thing of not really understanding someone's stupid sense of humor or some shit like that. So now you're out here getting attitude every other day because she made a stupid joke that you didn't understand her, that you felt hurt your fucking feelings just because you're sensitive and she decides that this joke is funny at this moment and you're not happy about it. Hey, that's called being a friend. And if you were a friend, you would understand that it was just a bullshit ass sense of humor and you don't need to take it personal. However, if you you haul and you don't know this shit.
shit. <laughs> Missed you it. learn it, but you're learning it through a bunch of bad experiences. The whole thing with you hauling is one of the big things that you miss is everything. Okay? <laughs> Not everything. <And> everything. <laughs> everything. All of the pertinent information. <laughs> Absolutely. You miss everything because... You you not you're not taking the time to enjoy the simple things about that person. Like enjoy yourself missing that person. Right. You know, enjoy getting little random text messages throughout the day because you haven't seen that person since the day before and you knew you would see them today. You mm-hmm. know, things like that. You miss all of that. You miss gaining that connection and you miss you know, having something like you said to laugh at or little stories to share or, you know, just things that you just sit and smile about that make your day just beautiful. Right. You know, so you have to, you have to be patient. You really do have to be patient and you really have to take your time because anything that comes too easy is not worth having most times. Right. So... I mean, and that's true about a lot of things, yeah. especially relationships. Mm-hmm. They are work. I get where you're going. I think it's similar to that. It's like one of those things where you're like, people want so badly to feel like they have a connection with someone that they'll grab onto any connection. Yes. So they'll grab onto any connection, but they don't take the time to find out whether or not it's a good connection for them. Mm-hmm. So then you end up in a situation where you end up, you repeat the same cycle over and over again. You end right back up in the same place where you're feeling dissatisfied or you feel like you don't know that person because you're right back here again. You didn't get to know them. You didn't even give yourself time to see if you knew them. You just assumed you, you liked them enough, you know. It's the honeymoon phase. So everything's amazing. And she does this and she takes off all of your major girlfriend qualities <laughs> and you didn't address any of the minor ones the minor ones are the important ones I mean they are it's nothing you could say besides that the minor ones are the ones that make or break a relationship mm-hmm. honestly because once you rush into something you don't even know how someone is with their friends really you don't know how they are with their family True. you end up at somebody's house for thanksgiving and they're calling you their last girlfriend's name like bitch i don't know that bitch who are you talking about like you know stuff like that you end up in a position where things become awkward it's like oh that's not necessarily a deal breaker but 17 minor things are a deal breaker <laughs> yes yes they definitely are. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> build it up into a mountain and now you're sitting here ticking off all the reasons why you can't stand this girl because you rushed through to something. And you're right back here talking about, you know, I can't ever find a girlfriend that's going to be for me and that's going to do, you know, the things that I need her to do and support me in the way I need to be supported because you keep rushing into relationships. You don't even let... You don't, you don't even let that other person... Have a chance to know you, for you to know her. You gotta start somewhere. You gotta take it slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one's talking five years on some stuff, but you know, might want to give it six, seven months, something. See how you feel about it. Before you jump right into the deep end. Nobody can swim. Everybody's just out there flailing around and drowning. <laughs> you know? That's the sort of thing. Maybe I'll say on that topic. 
<laughs> Do you have anything else? I don't really think so. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up.